Got a great show for you today as I'm rocking my brand new USA World Baseball Classic uh, sweatshirt. What's up, America? Woohoo! You sound yeah. you sound different today. I sound different? Yeah, it's got my like voice a- is a little uh a uh, little horse. It's like sure. a raspier. It's not a bad thing. Like oh, so I many know where say, this is going. I know exactly so where this is going. Let's a, just get it out there right now. Uh, wait, wait, I wait. took a 30-second <laughs> nap. A 30-second nap in my office with my hood on. And Jablonski over here takes two videos of me and shows it to everybody. But I didn't tweet it. Okay, I didn't embarrass you in front of 150,000 people. I kept that private. But no, I was just saying that your voice sounds different today. That's yeah. all. Um, because I was napping? Oh, maybe. That, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> because uh, the pizza's not here yet from Prince Street Pizza? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, so uh, my voice is a little hoarse. I know it is. It doesn't sound it's bad, It's not though. because I was napping. It doesn't sound bad, And though. by the way, uh, of all, there's Prince Street Pizza Friday. Good job, guys. Yeah. It's Here's what's fascinating. So I'm sitting in my office. I'm watching the Alec Murdoch uh, murder trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, he allegedly shot and killed his wife and son. He's the dude down in Carolina, right? Right. And I got a little tired. So for and I'm I you'll have to take me my word on this. Mm-hmm. I put my hood on, and I maybe closed my eyes for 45 seconds. Oh, maybe seconds. My and in that particular 45 second window. You happen to stroll on so, by so. with your iPad in your hand, because why wouldn't Evan walk around without an iPad in his hand? I, and you started filming. I strolled by numerous times, and the first three times I didn't film, then I filmed, but you're lucky, because Big Mac and I hatched a plan. And that plan <laughs> oh, was you're Big Mac on now, for right. me to film you, and then for one of us to wake you up in a scared state. Ah, like maybe like, scream, <laughs> maybe Big Mac was going to fart in your face. We we were going back and forth on oh, ideas. Nice. nice. But, I don't remember that idea. But we but... decided to let you wake up naturally. Who came up with the idea of waking me up by inviting me to a Boomer and Geo appearance on Good Friday? <laughs> Which one of you had that idea? <laughs> uh, I'm just asking because that did scare me. All right, I can tell you, I can tell you that right now. Anyhow, we got lots to do today, of course, of course, of course. Basketball's back for those of you that care, but, you know, it's, uh, we're in this weird spot, man, where we all want to know who the Jet quarterback's going to be. We all want to know when Danny Jones is going to sign and what the numbers are going to be because I think we all agree he's going to be the giant quarterback. And then we also watch uh, other teams kind of fumble around well, the, with decisions they're making the, on their quarterbacks. There's an answer. I haven't heard anyone bring it up. I'm sort of embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by everybody around here. I'm embarrassed by you. You didn't mention it on your TV show either. But How do you know? Because there's an answer. No, I watched your show. I watched this morning. Yeah. It was great. I love the 38 minutes you spent on uh, the Dallas Cowboys. It's fantastic. You're funny. He obviously didn't watch this morning. But I did not watch this morning, but I'm going to make an assumption. Yeah. You didn't discover the magic I discovered at 3 a.m. last night when I couldn't sleep. What was the magic? I watched highlights of a dramatic XFL game, and I saw oh, A.J. AJ McCarron, McCarron again on, lead him around. Let me ask you something about A.J. McCarron. Yeah, he's still married to Catherine Webb. It has nothing to do with the beautiful Catherine Webb. Nothing oh, to do with that. Doesn't it always, though? A.J. McCarron's one of those guys that never got a shot. And yet when he did play, okay. if it's not for that crazy man, Vontez Perfect, he wins a playoff game. Right. He quarterbacked the 
Bengals to a comeback against the Steelers and yeah. essentially won a playoff game. And Joe Burrow wouldn't be a Bengal if he did. You're right. And he started like four games in his NFL career. And A.J. McCann's one of those guys who never got a full shot. And there he is last night in Seattle leading this dramatic comeback for the Battle Hawks of wherever they play, St. Louis, Michigan, yeah. Chicago. And I'm thinking to myself, be a lot cheaper than Daniel Jones. No doubt be about it. Be a lot it. cheaper than Derek Carr. A.J. McCarron. I've actually... One more shot, Craig. I've got the answer for uh, New York Giant fans. It's not A.J. McCarron? Uh, it's not A.J. <laughs> McCarron because that'd be like getting a poor man's version of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and I know you guys don't want him, so no, it's not him. Right. I've actually spent a lot of time breaking this down at about 3 o'clock in the morning. Look at that. All right, so for those of you that are pro Danny Jones guys, those of you guys and a lot of you out there are like, yeah, of course he's getting over $30 million a year. That's the going rate for franchise quarterbacks, if not even more than that. We could debate that. It's kind of a silly debate. Whatever the number is, he's going to get whatever the number is, right? But I have come up with a solution. Go ahead. And the solution is the New York Giants take Daniel Jones. They take their first-round draft pick. Oh, boy. Okay. They send it to Baltimore. For Lamar Jackson. And you give him the fully guaranteed deal. I'm giving him the fully guaranteed uh, deal. They get, for a lot of people, now you and I may disagree with it, but the rub is that Danny Jones is a franchise quarterback. What a great year he had, right? So you recognize he's not as good as Lamar, so I sweeten the deal by giving the number one. Right. So they get a first-round draft pick. They get a young franchise quarterback making in the mid $30 million a year, right. and the New York Giants give Lamar Jackson the guaranteed deal. What's the issue? My issue is, this is my issue. Go. And maybe it's going to be unfounded this year and the year after that, but I have now seen two consecutive years where Lamar Jackson can't play a full year. Right. Two straight That's years. That's right. Yep. And that has started to worry me greatly. He's also, while still young, he's only 25, 26, he's basically the same age as Daniel Jones, He's relying on his legs, and he's run a lot in his NFL career. Yes. A lot. Yep. And over the last two years, he hasn't been able to complete a season to the point where this year the Baltimore Ravens are losing a playoff game, essentially because he's not out there. Let's be honest. If he's out there, they beat the Bengals that particular day. Yes. And so it it would make me very nervous on a lot of levels. Let's just start with the contract. Forget about Daniel Jones in a number one. It would make me very nervous to give this man $250 million guaranteed. Now, if you're promising me 2019 Lamar Jackson, 2020 Lamar Jackson, Craig, sign me up. Like, yeah. I'm in. I'm not one who's going to question, oh, yeah, I'm throwing off. He doesn't do this enough. He is a tremendous quarterback when he plays. But now I've got two years in supposedly the prime of his career, age 24 and 25, where he doesn't play. Right. So I'm not only investing a first-round pick. I'm not only investing a quarterback that at least last year proved he could play. I'm investing a boatload of money on a guy that two years running can't get through a complete season. I know. That scares the crap out of me. I know. And it's, obviously it scares the Ravens, too, because there's no other reason for them not to give him a, a buku contract that's all guaranteed, whether that's exactly what Deshaun gets or in that neighborhood. I'm with you on that. But uh, I think it's uh, I think it's something that works for everybody, right? Now I know that you know Baltimore's brought in Todd Munkin, who's a pass first, pass second, pass third offensive coordinator. So it go against it goes against the notion of using a running quarterback. But Daniel Jones fits the mold of what they have there. He's a running quarterback. I know a lot of people don't like to think of him that way, but he is seven hundred plus yards. No, we is. talk about it, right? He is no doubt. So no doubt. I think it makes everybody happy. It makes me happy. You get a franchise quarterback here for the Giants. 
It makes uh, Baltimore happy. They get a, a franchise quarterback for a lot less money. I, I don't know. And they get a first-round draft pick. I, I don't know if it makes Giant fans happy. Big Mac, you'd again, sign up for that in a minute, wouldn't you? You're a Giant fan? Yeah, I think you have to. Of course you have to. Yeah, it's but, a no-brainer. You know what's crazy? Last year when Lamar Jackson played and last year when Daniel Jones played, Daniel Jones was as good. Like, oh, I'm looking at... No, no, but he was. Let's relax with that, Tiger. No, no, I, I mean, whatever metric you want to look at, it's up to you. But, yeah, I thought he was just as good. Like, Lamar Jackson last year when he played okay. was not the guy who won the MVP four years ago. He's not. Like, well, he's just not. And so... Quite I'm, similarly to Daniel Jones, name the weapons. He doesn't have a lot. What, to what, be fair. What, what weapons did the Giants I'm have? Saying, I just Hence, said, no, compare no. the two. But Craig, they both were kind of handicapped. Like, he wasn't throwing the ball to Anquan Bolden. Yeah, but wait a second. That's my point, though. If I'm saying last year and the Giants admittedly had limited weapons, and I'm telling you, and maybe you don't agree with me. If you want to argue it, that's fine. You could look up whatever numbers you care about. I thought they were comparable. I don't think there was a great difference between the so two. So then you'd make the and deal. And the Giants didn't have great weapons last so year. So we agree then you make the deal no, on I would both not. sides. I, right now, believe it or not, and it stuns me to say this because a year ago, I would have thought differently. But you wouldn't make the deal from the Giants' side? I would not, no. I mean, Daniel Jones, to be fair, has had a single healthy year. I'm not giving him. And I give him credit for I'm that. I'm not giving him 240 million dollars guaranteed. Am no, I? you're not. Am I giving him anywhere close? Uh, it sounds like you're giving him a buck ninety. Okay, not well, all guaranteed. I'm not giving him all guaranteed, which is the key to this whole thing. And number yeah. two, I'm not giving up a first round pick to keep him. To your point, and you're not wrong. The Ravens would say, "Yeah, I want number ones." I assume they'd want Daniel Jones. I don't know, right? But if I'm the Giants and I could simply re-sign my guy. At a better contract and a cheaper contract, yeah. And I'm not giving up any first round picks. And over the last year or two, Jones has the cleaner track record when it comes to being healthy. Just last year, that's the safer choice. Yeah, I'm fascinated by that. And again, we're Jet fans, so we don't have the emotional attachment to the Giants that these two knuckleheads have, and people listening right now. But uh, you said, uh, Big Mac, almost reluctantly. Yeah, I guess I'd have to do that. Yeah. And I thought I was giving you mana from heaven. I thought I just made you an offer that you would, like, say you, you're you BSing me, right? Like, you're really going to give me a Lamar Jackson for Jones and, what do they pick, 20, whatever Five. it is? 25. 25th? Yep. Like, I would think, maybe I'm dead wrong. I, I'll accept it if I am. Maybe we do a poll on it. Oh. Maybe we put out a little old Carton and Roberts Polarino. Yeah. I'm shocked that you wouldn't jump at that. That you're reluctantly saying, I guess I'd have to. Yeah, How about I, Tommy? You're a Giant fan? I am. I, I would not do the trade either. Because I'll admit wow. that. Listen, I Lamar's said, been I'm better. I'm going home. Yeah. Well, how can you tell me that Lamar's better I took a 30-second nap. I came up with a brilliant idea. And you guys I, are poo-pooing it. I said, said no. He said no. Okay. And you're reluctant. Well, I mean, Evan has a lot of good points oh, there. He's been injured. That. You're going to have to pay him Daniel a ton Jones of money. He's been injured every year of his I career but last totally year. I totally agree. That's why I do it. But it's not a slam dunk giving up a one and Daniel Jones. It's not a slam dunk. You do it because the better players. And also, also, when you talk about weapons... Lamar Jackson yeah. sort of has it one Andrews. of the premier tight ends yeah, in the NFL. Oh, he's Andrews. got a tight so end that oh, coming, come on, unless Evan. Unless he's coming with him? That's cheap. That ain't right. Oh, a, how is it oh you can't play without Mark Andrews. I mean, Ooh. yeah. If you look at Lamar Jackson's career, yeah, that he's been right. helped out that by having a right. tight end. You, yeah. you don't have Will. Oh, Duberday yeah. is a great wide receiver. I didn't receiver. bring up the receivers. I brought up the tight end. He's got a single guy. Come on now. He caught like 80 I think the most comparable thing between the two guys is that they have both been injured. And they don't have a lot of wide yeah, Craig, receiver Craig, weapons. Craig, and yeah, Craig, Craig. you've had Saquon Barkley. Craig, last year. Instead of having pizza. Last year, and Lamar missed four games, five games. You pick whatever number you want after you eat your pepperoni pizza. I think Daniel Jones was as good.
or at least very comparable. I'm not even going to sit here and argue he's better or he's 10 times better. I'm not going to do that. I'm not saying that, but they were very, very comparable a year ago. And Lamar couldn't finish the season. You giving me a slice? Just throw it at me. There's definitely some splashes there. Make sure you don't have any sauce. That looks good. Oh, my God. Sausage and cheese. And there's so much sausage, Craig. Like, they don't mess around. They don't give you, like, two pieces of sausage. I mean, they're famous for the pepperoni, but we got them all. We got sausage. We got pepperoni. We got vegetable. We're good to go. And you guys have embarrassed yourselves already. The show's only 14 minutes old. I think you'll lose the and poll. You got, I will not lose that poll. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put it up there during the break, all right, when I uh, no, get the oil. I, 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 no, I'll put it up. No, 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 no. You put it up. There's always some kind of jaded response to it. I don't you putting it up. I'm putting it up. I eat you. Don't eat on the air. It's the yeah. people don't like that. Craig, well, I, trust I, me on that from experience, all right? I, I said mean, I, like what I do it because I'm beloved. They don't like it when anybody else does Okay, it. I'm sorry. I so said the poll's going to be very simple. I said I would Would you trade? I can't hear. If I'm talking, I can't hear you talking. Well, because you don't have because your headphones on. And when I'm talking, I can't listen. <laughs> so when I'm done talking, you can open up that beautiful mustache mouth ears and say whatever you want. Go, sir. You can't hear me because you don't have your headphones on. There you, uh, you go. You have nothing important to say to me. I was going to say, I think you're going to lose the poll. Oh, fight work. All right, I'll tell you what. I think we, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah. But I think the poll I think the poll would be. Yeah, but you need to be clear, Craig, and that's why I don't trust what you. What do you mean I need to be clear? You need to be clear yeah. about the contract you have to give Lamar and what you have to give up. That first round Excuse pick's me? a big freaking deal. $250 million guaranteed is a big deal. Yeah, Hold on. I'm trying to log into Twitter right now. All right, I'll do it for you. I, uh, it's, I have to authenticate that I'm a real person. Yep. So they have six pictures of dice, and it says I've got to pick the dice whose top sides add up to 14. So now I've got to do math just to log into Twitter. <laughs> Four and three is seven. Seven and one is eight. Eight and five is 13. Out. Six and two is eight. Eight ones, nine, five, bang, 14. Oh, now I got to do it again? I have to do this multiple times to log into Twitter because there's been so much fraud on this particular computer <laughs> when it comes to my Twitter account that now I've got to uh, do math, basic math. Yeah, you got to blame Hoffman. So, so go ahead. You want to do it? As a Giants fan, would you trade a first-round pick and Daniel Jones no, no, for no, Lamar no. Jackson? No. Would you trade this year's first-round pick? I just said a Number first... 25. Would you trade it? See, you have to be specific. Okay. Well, it's not any first-round pick. This year's first-round pick. In parentheses, number 25. 25 and Daniel Jones for Lamar Jackson. Yes, let's go. I should say let's ride. <laughs> or no, I'll stick with DJ. Done. Put it out. I'm I think gonna, you're going to lose. Uh, by the way, this uh, of all the polls we've ever done, the only other <laughs> poll I felt this strongly about was the Back to the Future 1 versus 2 poll. And I won that 90 yeah, Excuse to 10. me, that is not true. About yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. you felt very passionate about the 80 for Brady yeah. versus uh, that, And I won that one, too. No, you didn't. I mean, 80, 80 for Brady did better. No, no. I did a poll on what movie yeah. would you rather see, 80 for Brady or the new House Party. The and the new, can you shut your mics off? Thank yeah, you. Thanks. And the new House Party destroyed you. Like, it wasn't even close. I felt bad for I you. I felt as if I uh, I have been vindicated in that because 80 for Brady outpaced out, uh, uh, House Party that 9 at the no, box office. That means nothing. Uh, to me, it means everything. It means the public was with me because more people went to see it. Yeah. Therefore, I take that as a W. Yeah, but we represent certain people, not all people. We represent the hard-working New Yorker, New Jersey. <laughs> Is that right? And I care more about what they think than some schmo in Montana. Sorry, that's who I am. I care about everybody. I'm a people <laughs> person. 877-337-6666.
We'll get it all. We'll get all your calls on that. Uh, at some point, we'll be on TV today, and you'll see my beautiful new World Baseball Classic uh, sweatshirt rocking the USA today, courtesy of my dear friends at Fanatics. So uh, proud to wear the red, white, and blue today. Yeah. And thank you to uh, Prince Street Pizza. Could you close that box? I never understand how you take a slice of pizza and you don't close the box. It's a real pet peeve of mine, Tommy. We'll talk about it off air. Uh, one of the legendary performers in this country's history, Mr. Joe Piscopo's on the line. Joe, Joe, how you been, buddy? <laughs> Jake, so great to hear from you, my brother. That is Florida. I'm about to step on stage in a couple of minutes. And so they said, Carton called. I said, I'm jumping on the M, holding up the show for you, bitch. How, old, you. how old are the people in that audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's for my, it's for Monsignor Gigantiello from uh, Our Lady of Carmel. They're oh. raising money for underprivileged kids, by the way. And and uh, for, for Monsignor Casada as well. Nice. And you know who's coming down? All the folks. Somebody said they want to talk about Sonny Grasso. All the Sonny's people will be here, too. So I feel safe. You know yeah. So, no, no. If Sonny's people are there, you're in the safest <laughs> building uh, and on the planet. So I, I was telling the guys the story when you took me to Rayo's that first time. They're all looking at, me like, looking at me at me like, yeah, right, sure. And I said when you, when, uh, and may he rest in peace, but... When you went to Rayo's on a Monday night or Wednesday night, whatever night it was, with Sonny Grasso, yeah. nobody yeah. else got to look at a menu because Sonny only ordered the lemon chicken. Isn't that right? <laughs> That's exactly right, man. And you didn't ask. You didn't ask. <laughs> you don't know nothing. You don't see nothing. You don't say nothing, Craig Garden. When Sonny ordered something, it was it. And you were, and you were the kid coming in, you know? Yeah. So it, it was a, it's a legendary place. Can I tell you? You got two seconds. Yeah, I'll go. I'll tell you the, the the ultimate Sonny Grasso story. Sonny Grasso was a French Connection cop, and he had the movie French Connection with Gene Hackman, you know, Roy Scheider played Sonny, and he was a famous NYPD kick, kick butt cop. And so there was a guy, long story short, there's a singer singing at Rayo's, and, and then there was like, a, it was like the uh, gumad of a gangster, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So the, the, she's singing, and so another gangster goes, boy, this girl's terrible. Now, the guy, you know, gets upset. The gangster gets upset because the guy says the bad thing about his gumad, and he takes out his weapon. He whacks the guy right there. <laughs> whacks the guy. Just like that. Takes him out. Craig, takes him out. So now, now, he goes, oh, my God, you know. And he runs out. starts running out of rails. Who shows up? Sonny Grasso is, is walking in and collars the guy on the way out. <laughs> yeah, not a good place to shoot somebody when uh, one of the top lieutenants in New York is walking in, right? <laughs> now, uh, you know, I'm... Yeah, anyway, I'm so happy you're talking about Sonny. We miss him greatly, man, and he was a great man indeed. Yes, he sir. was, and he was very, very kind to me uh, through you. And yep. I, then I told the guys, so you and I are there. We were there with Sonny. Sonny had a longtime lady friend. And Edwin yep. Torres, the uh, state Supreme Court judge who wrote Carlito's Way, was yes, with us. Yes, Right? Yes, yes. And then yeah. in comes... An intoxicated Danny DeVito, correct? No, now wait a minute. I gotta speak up for my but I don't know that he was intoxicated, but he was he was representing Lemoncello at the time, if you remember, right? <laughs> yeah, he had his own brand, right? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and and he came and he came in and it, we we had a great time though. But then, then you had to sing. And you had to get up there and you had to sing. Yeah. You know, we again we got we had to sing like that. But I remember that when, when Danny came in and you're talking about Chrissy was there, and it's ironic that you say that because I'm with some of those people. Just this very night, this very night, we're doing the same. Well, thing. obviously, send my regards to all of them. Uh, like I said, I Sonny was I very will. kind to me as a friend or for many, many years before he passed away. And I, the last story from that night that I, I told Evan that they now believe me. Thank you. 
is that Frank came over to the table and I wasn't singing because of my voice gets shot. And they have you up there doing Sinatra stuff, which you do obviously on Sundays over at ABC and do a great job with. And Frank goes, why aren't you singing? I'm like, you know my voice. He goes, everybody sings. And I'm like, well, Frank, you know, I don't. He goes, Carton, everybody sings. La, 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 la. <laughs> And Carton gets up there and was Frankie Pellegrino. Man. You fit it. You know what? I, if I didn't know better, I think you were Italian. Greg. I'll tell you what. You fit in right. You did the right thing. My I got up and I it's sang. Exactly yeah, I'm not stupid. It it's, it's exactly the way it happened. Uh, as we say, man. How's your family? Everybody doing good? Oh, by the grace of God, it's good. And it's all good. And we came down. I've been working all week in Florida. And then, uh, you know, but hey, you know what I got to tell you, too? I'll let you go, but. Uh, thanks for the, your influence and mentorship on the radio because we're on and everything seems to be working. But you told me, you said to me, Craig, you said earlier, I said, if you're going in, Joe, if you're going to go on the air, don't marginalize. You're in and you're all in. Yep. And I carry those words with me every single second. So I miss you. I want to see you soon. Let's go to Rayo's. As long as you sing, you're at air, baby. Done and done. Uh, I'll call you after the show. Be good. I'll say hi to everybody. Okay. And uh, always good talking to you, pal. God bless, man. Love you, man. Thank I you, talk to the Thank great you. Joe Piscopo uh, down in Florida uh, doing his thing for charity. So there you go. Nice. Now you believe me? I always believe nah, you. Nah, you gave me a look. The only thing you I didn't believe you look. on today was this Unforgiven being a crappy movie. And Twitter is backed up uh, Big Mac that people love it and you're an idiot. That's what it backed <laughs> up. But I believe I always believe your name drops. I do. It's not that it was a name drop. It's well, those no, are the people I mean, that, that were there. Well, but that's a name drop. You're telling a story with six famous people. What would you call that? It was a cool night. No, it was a great night. Yeah. But I believed you the entire time. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. You're yeah. like, yeah, right. You sang with a drunk Danny DeVito. Sure you did. The first time I didn't believe you is when you used to talk about that dude's night or something like that. Oh, all the we guys. Had, it was called, uh, it was uh, the guy's night. The guy's night. Yeah. And at first I was skeptical. Then I think Al Leiter was on once, and he's like, oh, yeah, the guy's night. And then I said, okay, I think he's It was called the man it. dinner. Whatever is what you we called it. it. Yeah, but it's basically guys only. Uh, you go to a steakhouse. Right. We, we did it uh, over here at Wolfgang's on Greenwich Street. And it was uh, Matt Harvey, Governor Christie at the time, Governor Christie, uh, Al Leiter, John Franco, me, Boomer, Vinny Scorantino, who's doing his suit. Doug Wells uh, from Mercedes-Benz, and there were the eight of us. And then the idea is that every year, every person could only invite one other person. Uh, and the dinner would grow and grow and grow exponentially. Uh, and that's what we did. Yeah. Once I started believing that, I believe all your stories. There you go. Like, you would have come to this year's man dinner. Mm. Would you like to? Uh, not until July, but you'll be all right. Yeah, I don't know how much of a man I truly am. No, no. You'd be my guest. <laughs> oh, thank you. And what it basically is is... Do I get to order my own food, or are you going to order for me? No, no. We go to a steakhouse and get whatever you want. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. You can't get the fish, but you can get, <laughs> outside of that, whatever you want. Yeah. Can't the order well dinners. done, either. No, no. You can order anywhere you want. Oh. But you can't get salmon. If I ordered steak and actually had the balls to say, well done, I wouldn't hear the end of it. You, would, you they, Somebody would bust your balls for sure. Yeah, the worst thing that ever happened at a man dinner was that John Franco, we, we decided that John made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Maybe more than he should have. So we were like, <laughs> all right, this year Franco's buying dinner. Yeah. So John goes, no problem, I got you. So it had to be like a $1,000 dinner, like eight guys are drinking big like magnums of wine and we're eating steaks and all that stuff. And uh, I made the reservation because I know the guys that own and run Wolfgang's. All good. So the waiter comes over to me after John gives him the credit card and he goes, uh Craig, we have a problem. He goes, credit card's no good. I'm like, it's John Franco. 
Like, I'm sure his Amex is good or whatever it is, right? So I open it up. John gave him a gas card. You <laughs> <laughs> think he did it on Just purpose? To bust my yeah, I was gonna say. All yeah, right. I had to pay. For, I had to pay for dinner. Damn right. Yeah, that's a guy made eighty million dollars. I'm buying dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you'd like to come, because I got to vouch, you have to vouch for the guy that comes. Right. So if you want to be a part of July's man dinner. You just let me know when you're in. I'll have to see. I'm looking at my schedule. I was just going to be in Jersey this year. I was just invited to this uh, this show that's occurring. What on, show is that? On uh, uh, right before Easter, a show where Boomer and Geo were doing like a like a show on a stage. I just got yeah. the invite, so I'm checking oh, my schedule once, to see uh, if I can make. Uh, we did that years and years and years ago. I just got to make sure my wife allows me on Good Friday. Uh, well, I mean, is that also Passover? I think so too. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. You, you, it, where is it? In Jersey. Oh, you're not going. What do you mean? I'm not going to go to Jersey. What do you mean they invited you? What does that mean? I got a text message. Like you, they invited you to go up on stage and perform with them. I don't want. Or they do invited that. you to sit in the crowd and watch them. I took it as hang out and watch. That's how I. So took they it. say, come watch us do a show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also got to check the Mets schedule. Why not? I mean, listen, I'll, I'll be totally supportive of it. We've done eight comedy shows for charity. How many have they come to? Uh, Jerry came to one. Jerry came to one because he had to give the trophy to Stu Finer for uh, Pulse of the so People. That doesn't count. So that doesn't count. It was his duty. Did Al ever come to one? No, Al's never been to a single comedy show. We've done eight of them. Really? Yeah, two years, eight shows. We've raised almost $200,000. So then I guess the answer to your question would be zero. If that's... All right, so I guess I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll promote it, but I can't make it. Yeah, I won't be there. Uh -huh. Yeah. I could just turn on the show in the morning and listen to it. No, it's apparently it's a different show. Oh, it's a oh, it's a more adult show. I think it's a more adult. Is show. it like we do jokes? We tell stories. All I know is I was what told not do? to bring my kids, so not I assume that's like an adult show. But what are they doing? Like, are they doing like skits? Are they doing? Are they just talking sports? Are they telling like old war stories? Uh, what are they? What are they doing exactly? Maybe that's the surprise you get to find out. Well, I'd like no to know because maybe I will go. I won't, but well, maybe I would go. Well, we'd convince you to go. What well, would sell you on? Okay, I'm going to go on a Friday night. Friday night. Well, you don't have work the next day. That's right. What well, would convince you? Five thousand dollars. <laughs> you need to get paid. Yeah, an appearance fee. What if you get a free drink? No. How about a free dinner? No. How about a thank you? Thank you for what? How about a, hey, let's say hello to Craig Carter. I don't need that. I need $5,000. So five G's and you're in. $5,000 and I'd, I'd show up for half an hour. <laughs> Only yeah. a half hour? But uh, the problem is that then I would steal all their thunder. It'd be about me. And I respect that they're doing this for Boomer's Foundation, which I'm a huge supporter of. Yeah, but you were of. invited. If you're invited, I wasn't really go? invited. Like a text message to the wrong number is not an invite. <laughs> Right, and I appreciate the text, but that's not you know you know. Yeah. And Boomer didn't invite me. Greg was kind enough to. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, does Boomer well, not like you anymore? Boomer and I are, 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 are what? Does Boomer not like not you me anymore? Booms is good. So why wouldn't he invite you? Uh, maybe he didn't know that Greg was inviting us. Hmm. I, I assume they didn't invite us to help sell it out. But if that's the case, then I'll promote it for them. <laughs> Because it is Good Friday, and I think it's Passover. Yeah. It might be a tough sell. If not, um, you know, I'm sure they'll sell it out anyway. But if not, I'll help. But I, if I go, it's about me, and I don't want it's not my thing. So you're bowing out. Well, like if I show up, like I take all the oxygen out of the room. I understand. It's like if Kerry Kittles is in a ballroom. What? And Michael Jordan shows up. Everybody goes to Michael Jordan, and then poor Kerry Kittles <laughs> is standing by himself like, hey, I went to an Elite Eight at Illinois. What about me? Or Villanova, pardon me. What about me, right? So Boomer Esiason is now Kerry Kittles? Well, I mean, you know, he is older.
<laughs> you know. So I just I don't want to be that guy because I would that would be rude to them. Gotcha. Because it's their thing, it's their event, right. right? And I think it's great raising money for Boomers Foundation is one of the greatest if things show, I've ever if been. If I part show of. up, is it like Kendall Gill showing up? Like we're no, you're like the guy. Really? They go, that's five dollars for the drink. <laughs> 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 You'd be a rock star. Oh, uh, yeah. You should go. That'd be good for your ego. I don't, I don't want yeah. an ego. I nah, don't need an ego. You show Trust up with your little Met zip up. You know, I'm out here, guys. <laughs> then, of course, they'd make fun of you, which wouldn't be cool. And you'd yeah. be all good. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a fun night. Yeah. Then you go to uh, Bal and Roost. You have a nice hamburger and some fries and you call it a day. Mm. All good. I got the whole thing worked out for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, you go to represent us. I don't know. How's that? I got to see. Right? You no. don't celebrate Good Friday. I sometimes do. You don't celebrate Passover. I sometimes celebrate celeb- Easter guy. I'm a big Easter guy. You're wrong about that. Oh, you do the eggs? Oh, the eggs are Yeah, expensive. but that's not really Easter. That's, that's more of like, huge... yeah, my kids running outside for the first uh, time all year. Listen, it's about the kids. It's about the family. It's about keeping everybody happy. Got to hide. I mean, the oh. Easter bunny has to hide those eggs. I don't know where they're going to be hidden. Oh, don't tell me the kids think a rabbit walks around hiding colored eggs. Thousand percent. And a lot of kids uh. listening right now believe that because it's true. So obviously, yes, the Easter yes. Bunny will deliver some mysterious eggs. So I, I just have a question about that. Mm-hmm. When you tell your kids the true story about the Easter Bunny leaving different uh, designed eggs all over the yard for you to find and pick up with a fake green grass in the basket, right? do you tell them that? And I always wonder this, and I apologize for not knowing the answer to this. Do you tell them that the Easter Bunny places the eggs mm-hmm. or that, you know, or what? He lays the eggs. No, I say places. places. I go with the place. Well, because that's the story like, I've been told, that the Easter bunny delivers the eggs. He's not squeezing it out or anything. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> and that's a fair question, I think, to be you asked. You know what? My son has asked a million questions about the Easter bunny, and he hasn't asked that one, believe it or well, not. Well, now you have an answer. Be prepared. Yeah. Right? So, well, the one I got recently, believe it or not, was where does the Easter Bunny go all this time? Yeah, well, he's I making he's painting eggs. I have no idea how to answer that. Uh, answer the like same, with Santa, I got an we answer. know it's the North Pole. I don't know where the yeah. Easter Bunny goes. Do you? Yes, Sh- I do. Sherwood Forest. Antarctica. Why Antarctica? Because no one's allowed to go there. It's a it's, secret lair of egg making. Yeah, but it's really cold. Yeah, well, you got to keep the eggs fresh all year. What about the bunnies? How do they survive the cold? They've got fur on. <laughs> how do they get food? They eat the ice. They're but, on a liquid diet. But I, <laughs> I'm going to try. As am I this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Robert in Garden City. Robert, what's going on, kiddo? All right. L- uh, listen, I want to chime in on the unforgiving thing. Uh, Evan, you're going to love it because it's a sophisticated thinking man, ah. uh, Western, which is why Craig probably obviously doesn't get it. Now, Craig, you're, you're right about one thing. The Mule was not a great movie, but it's funny how you just glossed over the greatest Clint Eastwood movie, which is probably a story about your life, Gran Torino. You are the quintessential old man that stands there and yells at the people that get off of my lawn. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a good movie. Good Clint Eastwood movie. I saw that in the theaters. Uh, Gran great. Torino was a great movie. Yeah, Loved Gran Torino. But do you Loved agree with it. his assessment that you are him? No, I am not oh, him. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm accepting of all people. You're not Walt Kowalski? Uh, was that his name in the movie? That's right. You that, looked it up. That's right. Yeah, I, just, that's yeah. Right. Yeah, you just I saw know. the movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> Sometimes I know stuff about movies, Craig. I yeah. know it's stunning. Yeah. What was Clint Eastwood's name in uh, The Outlaw Josie Wells? I didn't see it. Oh. The Outlaw Josie Wells. Oh, my God. Uh, he may have been uh, just a man with no name in that movie. He was Josie Wells. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Robert, 
<laughs> I mean, come, come on, man. Yeah, man. How come I didn't think of that? What are we doing? <laughs> Seems so easy. And the reality is that you guys are all far too young to have most likely seen any of those quote unquote spaghetti westerns. You're, you didn't, oh, you, there, you, there didn't was, see, you probably didn't see Hang 'em High. Yeah, but hold on. There was right? a thing called Blockbuster Video back I know, in the but day. I'm asking because those were like 1970s. So I'm wondering, did you ever sit down well, and watch I, those great westerns? I haven't, no? but my favorite movie of all time was from 1968, so it wouldn't be that stunning, would it? Hold on. Your favorite movie of all time? I've only said it yeah, to you 500 it times. It's from 1968. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Field of Dreams was well it after wasn't that. Field of, Field of Dreams is a great movie. It is not the greatest movie of all time. I'm sorry. No. Uh, Serpico was after that. Um, 1968. It featured an actor Godfather by the name of was after Charlton that. Heston. Oh, yeah, Great. Planet of the Apes. That's, That's right. right. My bad. So why would you be surprised? And Big Mac has seen many a movie from yesteryear. Yes. Like, we used that blockbuster. The Sting is one of my favorite movies. The original. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know who's in it. Sting? Sting it, was, it was one of the same movies that two of the great American actors were ever in together. Oh, Pacino well, and uh, well, Nicholson. The first off, no, it was Pacino and De Niro and it's Heat, and they only have one scene together. It's the very end of the movie in the parking lot. They also did like a terrible cop movie that wasn't very good together. De Niro and... Um, after uh, Heat? After, yeah, after uh, Heat. After Heat? Yeah. Um, I forget what it was. Well, they did The Irishman, too. And they, now they've done I, The well, Irishman. No, since yeah. it, but up to Heat, yeah. you know, the big thing was even though Godfather 2... You know, he plays They're the young the Don same. Corleone. Yeah. Not they scenes. were never in, uh, in a scene together, obviously. Uh, what was the movie that they did? It wasn't like Copland or anything like that, no. was it, right? So Heat was the first one, and then there was another one after that. It was also a cop movie that stunk? Yeah. All right, well, you look it up and let me know. Here's Lucas and Bushwick. Yeah, Righteous Kill, 2008. Oh, yeah. I heard of it but never saw it. What do you got there, Lucas? Hey, fellas, love the both of you. Thank Great you. to get through. Um, as a young filmmaker, I've got to say, pull a respect on it there, Craig. And forgiven is, okay, you're not artsy. <laughs> but that's, that's not true. Okay. But what are you going to go to instead? What, Stagecoach from 1935 with John Wayne? Is that more you No, speed? no. Come on, bud. Come a on, bud. What any, are you doing? Any, Come on, bud. What are you doing? Any and every other Western right. that Clintus would ever made is better than Unforgiven. Uh, well, as a, as a twenty-something, I agree with you. The spaghetti whistles are his best stuff. Yeah. But now let me ask you a question. Where are you? Uh, what are you? Australian? Close, close. New right Zealand. In. You're New Zealand, Eric. Yeah, you're on the money, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't so, he, but if you're from New Zealand, aren't you technically Australian because New Zealand's considered a part of the continent of Australia? How dare you, sir? <laughs> <Take that back. laughs> Try again. How dare you, sir? That, that's the land of convicts. <laughs> I'll, get me, I'll, I'll let you try again, and I'll, uh, I'll take your forgiveness. Listen, they <laughs> tried that with Australia. They put the criminals there, and then they realized, oh, we made a mistake. Let's just let people, you know, live there naturally <laughs> and uh, emigrate. Uh, yeah, they made a mistake with Australia, but uh, New Zealand, we're, we're kind of like the Canada, I guess, of the uh, of the two. I apologize well, for go. deeply defending right, Thank you for the call, Lucas. Wow. There you go. I mean, I deeply I don't know how we got onto this tangent. I thought we were debating whether or not the Giants should trade Danny Jones and a one for uh, Lamar Jackson. But since I've already won that debate, 
We should probably move on to a, a new sports conversation. I don't think you've won that. Oh, debate. I've won that so handily, now, Evan. It's fifty-nine to forty-one. It's well, a wrap. first of all, it's fifty-seven to forty-three. Same thing. It's a wrap. And I, I've it's been fourteen percent difference. Yeah, but I've been told my poll is null and void because all I have is idiotic Jet fans and Brooklyn well, Net fans hang on. that follow me on Twitter. So I, apparently, the poll doesn't count, which means I really won. Did I win the poll? Then it counts. That's how, that's <laughs> that how, how it works? That works. Yeah. Yeah, who's winning the other poll you put up there to try to save your day? That one you're getting killed in. What was that about Unforgiven? Yeah, 71% say Unforgiven oh. is a good movie. What? 29% say no. Well, hold on. You getting said, crushed. is it a good movie? Is, is that, Unforgiven a good you... movie, yes or no? That's no. not really how this whole thing got positioned. How was it okay, positioned? Fine. You said it's awful. It is a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, there you go. What's the difference? Hmm. I said, is it a good movie? You guys claim it's a great movie. It's not. But okay, fine. You're claiming it's a terrible I mean, Butch Cassidy, the not. Sundance Kids, better than that. Oh, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly is better than that. Yeah. The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance is better than that. Yeah. Um, I, Hang Him High is better than that. The you Wild like Bunch your, is better than that. You like your Western spoon fed to you. Okay. Yes, I All like right, you it's like Cowboys and Indians, think. right? You want to see, you know, the good guy prevail. And okay, great. Stagecoach was better than that, as he just said, from 1939. Great. Yes. Unforgiven. Yeah. God forbid you see the inner turmoil of someone who's the inner, the turmoil. inner turmoil of someone who's trying to avoid a former lifestyle and yeah. gets thrusted back in it. I live so it every ahead. day, buddy. Every day I look in the mirror, I see a man with an inner turmoil about his past, yeah. trying to live the most boring life possible, right. well, and I'm achieving it every day. Well, knock on wood. Unfortunately, and nobody wants to see a movie about my life today. They only want no. the movie of yesteryear. There you go. I win, you lose. La, la, la. It's not true. <laughs> now, you got your ass kicked in this one. By the way, I, I got a quick one for you. I don't even think you won the Lamar Jackson one either, by no, the way. No, it's a win for me. Here's no. the, how about this? So, I was uh, taking a little nap in my office today, as you videotaped. Yeah. As is your common... Uh, it's the first time I've closed my eyes in the office since I've been that, back. Now that you've established yeah. that you took a nap, yeah. is it okay with your permission for me to tweet as out the video? As long as I can take a look at it one more time, yeah, then go right ahead. You need to um, look at it again? I just want to look at it and hear it one more time and then do whatever you want to do. The only audio you hear is yeah. me at the end saying, Oh, look at the baby sleeping. I think I got to put it out. All good. I don't care. Put right. it out. Have right. a, it'll be the most viewed video you've ever put out in your entire Twitter career. It makes sense. Uh, yes, 100%. I think uh, copy me on I'll retweet I it. think to me running the first base one is going to beat that by a lot. By the way, probably true. <laughs> probably true. So anyway, so uh, Evan left uh, his iPad on my desk open because he wanted to mock me for taking a 30-second catnap in my own office, right? Right. So I happened to look at Evan's iPad, and there was an intra-squad New York Met baseball game happening down in Port St. Lucie. Yes. And the game was apparently being uh, videotaped and broadcast on a SNY app, I think it was, right? I think it was on the YouTube channel for SNY. Okay, but maybe enough. you're right. You could have gotten it on SNY as so, well. So, uh... I can't believe that this knucklehead is actually sitting there uh, getting ready to watch an intra-squad scrimmage down at Port St. Lucie, or to be honest, that SNY would even broadcast it, okay? That being said, I was interested in how many people would actually watch it while it was live, not highlights from it, live in the moment. If you had to take a wild guess, Tommy and Big Mac, and if you know the answer, just tell me you know the answer, don't play the game. How many people at its max, while well, at least I was watching it, the first, let's say, 45 minutes of it, actually were watching that game live on their computer, phone, or iPad? I already know the answer. 
You know the answer, Big Mac? Yeah, unfortunately, Evan was singing it from the rooftops, so it was hard not to know. <laughs> so it's my fault. Singing it from the rooftops. Yeah, he was very excited about it. I yeah. was, I was about, right, so surprised by the answer. Evan, to asked, your point. Evan asked me the question before I looked. And he said, how many people do you think? What did I say? Craig said 35. Yeah, I go, if you had 35 people in the middle of a random Friday at 1 o'clock watching not an actual spring training game, what amounts to a glorified practice, an intra-squad scrimmage, I would think, wow, that's a big win for the Mets in right. SNY. 35 people. I hear it's double some of the things we stream around here. <laughs> uh, I mean, not our show, but yeah, that's no, very true. Show, no. So my guess was 35 people. I was wrong. Spike came by, our boss. Well, I mean, not my boss per se, but everyone else's. And Spike guessed 2,700 people. He was wrong as well. Evan, tell them the number. 5,000 people. What the F is wrong with we love 5,000 people? We, they are me, Bravo. they are me, Big Mac. We love baseball, we miss it. If the Yankees were streaming an inter-squad game, yeah. not only would Big Mac watch, and I admit this as a Mets fan, yeah. the numbers probably double. Yeah, maybe. 5,000 people. I'm watching Seattle, San Diego right now. How cool is the pitch I clock, know. Big Mac? It's you awesome. see it in the corner? I actually oh, like it a lot. Yeah, I do. Love it. Best change in baseball we've seen in a long time. It looks really good. Yeah. How about Manny Machado getting a strike call? Yeah, on, guys, he on, couldn't on. get back in the box. Like, fast yeah. It's one thing for you because you're you. Yeah. And this is your job and you have no other responsibilities really in life. <laughs> All right. It's another thing for that knucklehead over there because whatever, he's a weirdo also. With yeah. the, he scores baseball games at home. I do. I understand in the stadium when you're nine, scoring them at home as an adult, whatever. It is what it is, right? But 5,000 people were so interested in an intra-squad February 24th, is today, I think, uh, yeah. scrimmage that whatever it is they were doing, they had time to stop, drop, and roll into a, a video of a practice. Yeah, and not only that, it wasn't like a great feed. Like, we're used to the over the center field cam. It wasn't the broadcast no, feed. No, it wasn't the broadcast feed. So I had a tough time watching it because I didn't find that enjoyable. And yet, But that's a, like your seat. I agree. I, yeah, it's different, though. On a Friday afternoon, yeah. with very little fanfare. I, like, who's promoting it? I mean, uh, 5, I didn't know about it. 5,000 people found their way to watching Joey Lucchese throw his slurve against fellow Mets. Yeah, did the, uh, did they throw the ghost pepper pitch today? Or no, no? Kodai didn't pitch, but oh, Brett Beatty, RBI double. Oh, oh. got to start at third base now. Yeah, damn right. That's the guy. Can't have that guy not playing third base. It's fun. You want to know why? why? We miss baseball. Yeah. So tomorrow when the Mets are on TV and Sunday when the Yankees are on TV, I think they'll be, I don't know if we'll ever get a TV rating. Yeah. You should try to find out. I bet you they get a halfway decent rating for a game that doesn't count. Well, it depends how you define, right. Right, they're not going to get a good rating. Okay, put it this way. Like, if you told me, I'll make up a number. So, who do the Mets? They have a legitimate... Uh, Saturday night, 6.05. It's an actual game like, yeah. like against another against team? another team, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, it's on SNY TV? It's on SNY TV. Okay, so if I told you that 45,000 people watched it, I think it'll get a higher number than any of the hockey locals. I think it'll get a higher number than the Nets. I don't know about the Knicks. I'm a little iffy about that one. <laughs> you think 45,000 people watch it? I think that's a fair guess, yeah. Because the Knicks will get six figures, but not high six figures. Yeah, so I look, the yeah. Knicks will probably get a yeah. bigger number. But I would say on a Saturday night with people desperate 45, to watch 45,000 people over under. I'd say over. Uh, Yankee, who do the Yankees play on Sunday and when? What time? They play at 1 o'clock. I don't know who they play. Now, I, I think 6 o'clock probably hurt. 
I don't know if it's good or bad. Saturday at 6? Well, I thought you said Sunday. I apologize. No, no. The Mets are Saturday at 6. They also play Saturday at 1-2 on TV. Oh, yeah, but like their a, first game. Split squad action. Well, there's multiple. Yeah. The split squad is Saturday. But okay. they play the Astros. Well, so give me the Yankee uh, game. That's Blue Jays-Yankees, uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday, I think. is a, No, I'm sorry. They, they have a split squad. It's Yankees-Braves, 1 o'clock on Sunday on Yes. And that's on TVS. And the Met game is on SNY. The, the Met network? game is on SNY against the Nationals on Sunday at one o'clock and okay. Saturday well, at six o'clock. Let me clarify: that Saturday game against the uh, Sunday game against the Braves is not on television. It's strictly on the Yes stream app. only. Oh. Just strictly on the Yes right, so, app. Okay, right, so bad. if I told you that eleven thousand people would be the max at any one particular time, Higher. obviously more total people. Higher, but you know this is how they do it, just so people know. There's the number of how many total individuals watch it at any point, and then there's what's the max that watch it at the same time. Yeah. Different numbers. Higher. You think more than 11,000? For the Yankees? Yeah. Uh, even though the app no is a little way, uh, dude. Like, they can't do that tricky. many losers. Yeah, the app is tricky yeah. to figure out. For real? What's well, so not I don't mean, I'm sorry, to figure out this number. Oh. YouTube's one thing. Everyone has YouTube. I mean, you got to download the app if you oh, don't have saying. it. Like, I'm I just, got you. Right. It's you more, can only watch it through the it's, app. Okay. It's tougher to judge I, that I number. Think, okay. I think the first day of spring training, the first game kind of, of spring training. Well, also the pitch clock thing. I think people are fascinated by it. I they want to see it. I hear nobody talking about it. Well, that's, it's, you, like, it's like a non-issue. That's because in your Games circles. Games haven't started. Well, your, that's right. That's because in your circles, you're breaking down the Dallas Cowboys offseason and LeBron James' legacy. All right, in the circles around here, people care about the Mets and Yankees. Just to be clear, in my circles, yeah. we're not talking about any of it. Really? I'm trying to figure out how quickly someone has a glass of Grand Marie and Coke waiting for me when I get home tonight. <laughs> you know what I meant, though. Yeah, now in my morning circles. That's what I meant. Yeah, ain't nobody talking about it. Right. Right, although I did, we did do a thing on DeGrom yesterday. They would have loved. Really? Yeah. I said, you know that chalkboard thing that we yeah. didn't talk about? He has no childhood heroes. Yeah, we, we mentioned Yeah, because yeah. he's a douche. Yeah. Well, the first question on that chalkboard was, you know, uh, favorite position. Mm -hmm. And he wrote RHP, right-handed pitcher. I wrote missionary. <laughs> oh, hijinks. Why, why would that be the answer, though? That's I said probably not. That's probably on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Shock jock. Listen, <laughs> it works. Gotcha. <laughs> it definitely works. Uh, a little bit later this hour, actually guaranteed between now and 5 o'clock, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Guns N' Roses at MetLife Stadium on August 15th. And since I let the cat out of the bag earlier this week, I uh, and I didn't get in any trouble for it, I did want to confirm for you that the Starling Marte bobblehead is real. And it is a play on uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. So uh, I, I I do know every giveaway. I'm not telling you them. But I, I can tell you that now since it's out and the people that are in charge of those sorts of things know that I slipped and referenced it Why on the air. Why don't you slip another one? Then? No, no, I'm not slipping another one. Why don't one. you slip a second one and I'm a third not. one and a fourth one? No, no, one. I'm just letting you know. That it'll be one of the best sellers or you know most popular giveaways of all time. Wakanda Forever, Starling Marte, yeah, no. Black Panther. That's old news now. What else you got? Yeah. Well, I got I got all of them. By the way, the most popular response to the video of you sleeping. I apologize. Oh, is it up there now? Yeah. Great. The most popular response is he must be watching FS1. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what, is, what is my show on? <laughs> it's a few of that variations of the two. Uh, all good. 
Well, this is weird. I'm looking at a... Uh, this is really strange. Also, people are fascinated that you're not wearing socks. That was the other thing. That I'm not wearing socks. I have Ugg slippers on. Uh, Why would I wear socks with them? No, no. Right? Just telling you what people are saying. Yeah, look at me. Oh, it looks so peaceful. You were very peaceful. That's why I never woke you up yeah. as much as I thought about it. Because I, I felt bad. I look so peaceful and happy. Yeah. Look at me getting a little 30-second <laughs> cat nap. You in. also, at one point, I think it was one of the other videos, I apologize, I didn't post it. Yeah. Your eyes flicker as if you're dreaming. Yeah. So what were you dreaming about? Well, I don't know. I can tell I was watching the, uh, the Murdoch murder trial. <laughs> I can tell you that. I don't know what I was dreaming she had about. No dreams that went through your head. So I was watching two different things today. HBO keeps airing Rainmaker, John Grisham's book that they made into a movie with uh, with Matt Damon. That's been on a lot lately. Right. And then I was and I was watching a lot of the Alex Murdoch murder trial. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what exactly was on when I took a quick little thirty second nappy nap. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those two things though. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my eyes flickering is a good thing. That's REM sleep. Yeah, you're getting some REM sleep. Because right? I have this uh, really cool ring called Aura, O-U-R-A. I think the athletes use that. Do they? keep track of So it tracks like, uh, like your uh, your heartbeat, your all these, all these kinds of things, right? So one of the things it does, it tracks uh, your sleeping patterns, all right? So just to give you an example, I'm opening the app right now. And, okay, you ready? So, so we will know how much sleep you actually had. Yeah, it gives you why while you lay down, it gives you how much uh, are you awake, your REM sleep, your light sleep, and your deep sleep. So now we know how much you actually slept. How yes. much? Do you really want to know? Yeah, because I bet you it's much more than you are letting on. Okay, uh, random day, Wednesday, February twenty second. No, no, I'm talking about this morning. No, no, I'm charging the ring, so I'm not wearing it this oh, second. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So one hour thirty five minutes. Are you serious? That's how much I slept. I was in bed for three hours and 50 minutes. My resting heart rate was 56 beats per minute, which is like a rock star athlete. And I slept for one hour and 35 minutes. Jeez. How about that? My REM sleep, 13 minutes. <laughs> My deep sleep, one minute. Wow. Now, that's that. Uh, then just to be fair, let's go to Sunday, February 19th. Uh, all right? That's a weekend. Yeah. So on that day... Wait, so is it Sunday and a Monday or Saturday and a Sunday? This is Saturday into Sunday. Okay, it better be over eight hours. Okay. Uh, so Saturday into Sunday, uh, I was in bed for eight hours and 26 minutes. There you go. Much different, there right? There you go. Yeah, crazy though, right? Look at that. Yeah. I used to have one of those watches that did that, and then I lost it. Yeah. It's a, I, don't know, I don't know what I do with the information. I think it's just fat. I like the sleep thing has always been the fascinating thing to me because we really don't know how much we sleep. Right. Well, you I don't do know now. when you fell asleep. So I love looking at those numbers. Yeah. I do now. It ain't good. Hour and a half. <laughs> An hour and a half. That's my norm, by the way. To your credit, I only give you some credit sleep. as much as I've made fun nah, of you. you don't have to. It's you haven't fallen asleep on the air, and I respect that. Why would I fall asleep on the air? I've never happen. done that. Sometimes I say boring stuff. By the way, in 10 years of Boomer and Carton, one time in 10 years, during a commercial break, not on the air. During a commercial break, I took a little cat nap. And, of course, CBS Sports Network made a whole big to-do of it that I was sleeping. So there was never a hockey diatribe that caused you to go to sleep? There were a lot of days I wanted to go to sleep. Right. Oh, the Rangers, uh, screw the Rangers button. Right. And I didn't become a professional. You're a professional. Yeah. Yeah, and I had good reason to fall asleep back then because I was being a knucklehead. What if I did 19 straight minutes on Darren Ruff's wrist? You think you'd fall asleep? I'd send out a couple emails, put out a couple <laughs> tweets, <laughs> and I'd wait for you to be done. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wouldn't go to bed. Oh, okay. I can tell you that much. All right.